Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. So this morning, I want to ask you a question. What is more important, your imagination or knowing the right way to do something? Okay, that, that's really where we're going today. Okay, so first of all, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Um, I don't know what you're doing, whether you're you're doing some uh, grocery shopping or driving in your car um, or maybe sitting at a kid's basketball game. But thank you so much for joining us. I really do appreciate it. Okay, so this morning um, I have a couple quotes to share with you. So the first one is ideas only act if they are felt. And then the second is the inner self moves along the predetermined course best when the emotions collaborate. So both of those are from Neville Goddard, who's becoming one of my my favorite book mentors. Um, But really, he's talking about the essence of using your imagination and your feelings to download those subconscious programs so that you get the result that you want. So this is very much related to the self-image talk that I gave on Monday night. And if you haven't seen that, go ahead um, two episodes back. It's a little bit longer, but listen to the repeat because it's really good. All right. So basically what he's talking about is that when you use your imagination and you have, it's a vivid image, right? So it's not just imagining the thing or the item or maybe the relationship that you want, But it's also going so far as to think about what will you feel when you're in that image, right? When you do that, you download a program into your subconscious brain, which is where 90% of our normal everyday activities come from, right? So that's the place where your feelings, values, beliefs, needs are all located. And when you have those programs, so self-image is one, um, downloaded, then all of your behavior flows out of that. Okay. So you have two parts to your brain. You have your conscious and your subconscious and your conscious brain, um, is the one that kind of collects all the information, right? It's got your knowledge. It's got your IQ. It also has what we call executive function. So if you're thinking about something critically or strategically, or even using your imagination, you're using your conscious brain. Your subconscious brain is the feeling part, right? So all of the beliefs you've developed over your life, your behavior comes from that, not from knowing something, okay? Because you can know how to do something and not actually do it, all right? So um, I like to put it this way. So if we were to talk about um, self-motivation, right? Some people are just very self-motivated, right? They take the initiative, they go after what they want. um, They're driven people, right? Well, somewhere in their past, they were given the program for that success, okay? They had somebody, probably multiple somebodies, showing them, modeling for them, this is how you do life. And they picked that up and they said, okay, this is how we do life. And that's how they operate. Okay. When you are motivated, you have first inner movement. So what that means is that you have this ability to think creatively and say, what do I want and how can I get it? Right. You use your thinking, you use your imagination and ultimately it's a guarantee for your success. 
See, much like a plane, you know, has, has a, a program for how to get to its destination, it's, it's pretty much off course, except for when it uh, takes off and when it arrives, okay? It, it just does all these self-corrections. It always gets to the place it needs to go. It's guaranteed success because of the program that it's working on. It's, it's got that autopilot correction, okay? The same thing works in our brain. When you are, have the program for self-motivation and you know how to think creatively, you will get to your predetermined goal, okay? Now, let me talk about what happens when you don't because that's more important to understand sometimes. Um, when you are motivated by compulsion, so this idea that, well, one can be compulsion from you, right? So you want to do that goal. And so you say, okay, I'm going to use my willpower to make it happen, right? Um, it, it's almost the middle of February. The good majority of people who set any New Year's resolution, they are well done with it by now, right? Because willpower you can only use for a certain amount of time, right? And then there's another thing that I call suffering from the should disease. Um, so you set up some sort of goal for yourself and you kind of get on yourself when you're not following your course. So let's say you want to um, live a more healthier lifestyle. And for whatever reason, you didn't get to go to the gym today. And because you should go to the gym, you start to, you know, really get down on yourself because you didn't, right? And then what happens here is you start to feel bad. Um, and really what you're doing is you're relying on your willpower or that, that outside movement, right? Um, and you might get to your goal. Most often what happens if somebody gets to a goal when they're using their should or their willpower, it's a very short-term goal, okay? Because you can do something like that with, in a short amount of time. Now, sometimes we also have the shoulds of other people outside of ourselves, right? So you might have, um, you know, somebody that you're, you're very close to that, that says, you know, you really should do this or you really should do that, right? And so when we don't follow what they say, we might also feel bad, okay? So this is acting by compulsion, that there's some sort of standard that you set for yourself that if you don't reach that standard, you're going to feel bad. So therefore who knows if you're going to actually get to your goal. And if you do, it's probably going to take a really long time. Okay. So today I want to talk about using an image from your imagination versus, um, the how. Okay. So, um, when I talk about using your imagination, I'm talking about having a goal set in mind. I'll, I'll use an example. So graduation for me. So I'm, I'm working on my PhD. Um, of course I'm, I'm doing things that work towards graduation, right? But I am thinking about what is it going to feel like when I walk across that stage? Um, what is it going to feel like in my body? What is my, you know, what, who's with me? Who's going to come to graduation with me? Um, I'm imagining myself on the plane, going to the school to, to graduate. I'm imagining, um, my, my mentor being there and actually, you know, hooding me. Um, I'm imagining what it's going to feel like to walk up on the stage and to walk down the stage. Right. And I'm, I'm imagining this. And every time I imagine I'm, what does it feel like? What do I see? Right. 
because ultimately what I'm doing is I'm downloading the program for graduation. Okay. So much like a plane, you say, Hey, I'm going to go from, you know, Detroit to LA. LA is the program, right? Well, I'm downloading the program for graduation. So over time, what will happen is my subconscious picks that up and says, oh yeah, we're graduating. Like it's, it's not, uh, we're not discussing it, right? It, it's, it's a guarantee now. And the more that I think about it, so every single day, I just take a couple minutes and I think about that, right? And then when it comes time to actually going and, and doing the writing and the revisions and all that kind of stuff, what happens is that that becomes easier, Okay. Now it's still, it's still hard work. I'm not saying your life is going to be easy, but it becomes easier and I'm more self-motivated rather than compulsive or should motivated. Right. Does that make sense? Okay. And here's the other thing. When you're operating from a, um, an image from your imagination like this, um, you can also operate from that. How, how are we going to get it done? Now, when you're working on a big project, such as a, um, a dissertation, there are many, many, many steps. It's a, it's a very involved process. So there's actually, um, a how that's, that's laid out for you. Okay. So you just follow that plan and you're good to go. However, there are things that happen on a journey like this that you have no idea. So for example, I would not have known two years ago as I entered into starting to write this paper that I was going to experience the death of a committee member, okay? I would have no idea that another committee member would suffer um, a house fire in the, the recent LA fires and be missing for days, right? I would have no idea that, that the data that I was promised actually was never collected. So therefore we would have to go right back to the drawing board twice and, and start over again. Okay. So even though there is, um, a predetermined how on this, this mission, there are bumps and it's, it's like air turbulence, right? You, you never know what's going to be there. It's always a possibility, but who knows if you're really going to run into it. Right. And so, if I don't have that feeling and image of me walking across the stage to kind of motivate me, if I don't have that program downloaded, it's, it's easy to quit, isn't it? Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about is that, you know, a lot of people, they, they try to figure out what is the right way to do something. What's the best how? And oftentimes you don't know the how until you start on your journey right? And there could be a million hows. So how do you know which one is the right one for you? Okay. You don't know until you go on your journey and you figure that out. So at the most important thing is not to figure out what's the right way to do something. It's what's the right image that I need to hold on to. Okay. I'll give you another example. I was working with a coaching client not too long ago, um, brand new leader and, uh, unfortunately she had to fire her first employee. Now, one thing I know that I've worked with many leaders that go through this, the first time you ever fire somebody is probably the hardest. Now this person had every reason to fire, you know, that was not an issue, but it was, it was kind of scary, right? And she didn't want to hurt this person's feelings. Even though she was adamant that this person had to leave, she still didn't want to ruin the relationship. And so what we did was we spent a little bit of time on creating, um, imagining this moment of what is it going to be like 
you know, before this person walks into your office, what are you going to do? What are you going to be thinking about? What are you going to feel? Where are you going to be sitting when, when they come in, right? All the way through, you know, what, what are some things that you absolutely need to say when that person is there? Um, how can you, you know, check your feelings during that time? How can you acknowledge the other person's feelings, right? And then what are you going to do after she leaves the office? Um, and so we walked through that whole process and then I said, okay, here's your thing. Cause she knew, okay, I'm going to give her two more weeks because, um, in the hiring cycle, she just needed two more weeks. And I said, perfect. So for two weeks, I want you to sit for at least two minutes every single day and think about some different part about this interaction. Now here's the kicker because oftentimes what I hear people say is they create scripts right? Maybe you're a script creator where, where you, you see yourself in this vision and you, you say something and you're like, okay, what, what would they say to that? Right. And so you come up with that and then you're like, okay, if they say that, what would I say next? Right. And it goes on and on and on and on. And then you have like a million versions of possibilities of things that could happen when in reality, all you're doing is practicing to be a writer on some soap opera. Okay, so I'm not talking about coming up with all of the hows, which would be those scripts. I'm talking about looking at your vision and saying, okay, when she walks in the door, I want to feel confident. Okay, all right, well, what does that feel like? When in your life have you ever felt confident? You know, and getting in touch with that feeling and imagining yourself every single day for two weeks feeling confident, right? And what you're doing, again, you're downloading that program, but you're also creating muscle memory, right? Um, so, you know, you can go read any book about um, some of our special forces and, and even, you know, our armed forces and things like that. And one thing that they will tell you is that they do drills over and over and over and over and over again, so that when you are in the heat of battle, you do not have to think about, you know, how to load your gun, right? You can do it in your sleep. This is the same process that we are asking you to go through and imagine being confident so many times that when that person walks in the room, click, you're just confident. Okay. And I know that this works. I've done it a million times for myself and I've been able to walk coaching clients through it. Now it's interesting because whenever they come back, um, you know, there's always the, okay, this is the result. This is the outcome of what happened. And then when we do the debrief, everything that they imagined happened. And the things that they didn't know to imagine stick out, right? So for example, um, in, in this illustration, this coaching client, she didn't realize that a couple things would need to be done um, in the meeting, as far as paperwork goes. And she said, but that's okay, because I could, I had enough brain power in me that I could figure that out. And so um, in the moment, she could be a little more creative and, and solve her problems. And she said, this is great, because the next person I have to fire, I'll now know that I need to do these two things. Now listen to that. When she first came to me, and she was talking about having to fire somebody, it was like the world was ending but she almost had excitement in her voice because she said, when I get to fire the next person, right? 
Now, I, I'm not creating a person that's just going to go out and fire people, but I want you to see the difference there because it's not just about that one time. What you're doing is downloading a program about how are we going to fire people if we have to fire them? Does that make sense? Okay. So the one thing you really need to know about this, because you can do this for anything. You can do this about, okay, I'm going to the gym today. What does that look like? What machines are, am I going to use? Um, you know, if you're, if you jump in your car and you're driving to the gym and you're thinking about what you're going to do at the gym, don't just think about the plan, but imagine that you're actually doing it. And imagine that at the end of your, um, workout that you not only feel pumped and ready to go, but you're also full of energy and you feel excited for the rest of your day, right? What would happen if every time you go to the gym, you just spent a few minutes imagining that moment. Do you think you'd have better workouts? Absolutely. Because your mind and your body knows that at the end of this time, it's going to feel really good. Okay. Instead of dreading your time to go, right. Or, or even telling yourself, I know I have to do this, this, and this, right. That's the plan. So the really big tip I have for you is that if you're going to use this method, you need to, um, imagine yourself as if you were in the scenario, not observing it. Okay. Um, so you are actually in it. Like, you can't see your body because you are in this scenario. All right. So for example, in my graduation scenario, I'm not watching myself walk across the stage. I'm actually imagining what it feels like to walk up the steps. Right. And so in my vision, I'm seeing the steps as I'm walking up. I'm imagining what does it feel like as I'm walking across the stage? Usually when you're on a stage, it's got a little bit of a give, right? So I imagine that, right? I imagine what it would feel like to turn and look at the crowd and to see my family there, right? This is really important because if you, if you imagine it as you are observing yourself, it's not going to be effective, Okay. It will always be something in the future and not something that you're headed towards. Okay. So really your subconscious programs run your show. Okay. Whether you believe that or not, you don't have to believe it. It's just science, but they run the show, your images, your feelings, and your beliefs, not your plans and not your how. Okay. So stop focusing on what is the right way and start focusing on downloading these images and the right way will find you. Okay. So if you are looking for results, okay, maybe you're trying to grow yourself. You're trying to grow your business, grow your team. You need to use this process. If you're looking to increase relationships, right. To have really good relationships, man, you, I use this method to think through how to have a, a successful meeting, right? We use this with coaching clients all the time, designing your meeting. Um, I use it all the time with people who are having difficult conversations. Okay. If you would like more harmony in your life. So, so actually reaching your goals and knowing that you can trust yourself to say yes or no and reach your goals without having to, you know, redecide all the time you got to use this practice. And if you want more alignment, so, so understanding, you know, ironically, uh, there are certain people that look for the right way before they start. 
when in reality, the right way finds you as you're doing it. So if you're really looking for the right way to do something, you've got to use this method. Okay. So pretty much it's for everybody. So if you've not done this before and you would like a little bit of help, reach out to me. I'll have my email in the description and we can talk through it at least one time. Um, but I would highly recommend that you, you guys just try this. It's something that you can do anywhere. You can, you know, do it in your, your own personal study time. You can do it when you're in the car, you can do it when you're out on a walk, just use your imagination and figure out what do you want? What does it look like? What would it feel like to actually be doing or saying that thing? Right. Um, what would it feel like if, if you're trying to make money, what would it feel like to, um, maybe sit down at your computer and see that amount of money on your screen? What would it feel like to, you know, maybe you're trying to make some money so you can pay some bills. What would it feel like to be writing out the check for all of those bills to put them in, you know, the envelopes to take the stack of envelopes to your mailbox, right? So really what you're downloading is that program for when the money comes, this is what's going to happen. And before you know it, that money is going to find you. Okay. All right. I hope this has been helpful today. I hope it got you to think and that you're actually going to go out and try this. Um, so with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper, have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.